0: Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello, content creators, business storytellers. It's Christoph Trapp. Just have a few minutes here on the road. Hashtag dadlife, hashtag softball. We are just touring the parks of the Midwest. The 11 year old is playing competitive fast pitch softball so hanging out here uh, you might hear the kids in the background on the playground but today I want to talk about what do you say at the beginning of a podcast and that's an interesting topic because you know it also applies to when you're speaking what do you say you know sometimes people say things like oh uh, don't expect too much out of me or if they flew a long way they say this is 1 30 in the morning for me so i'm tired so they're trying to set the expectations low or they're trying to find a filler that's really what that is um, but but more and more as we're sharing content especially through the spoken word you know we want to make sure we we have some kind of methodology behind what we're saying and why we're saying it and and don't waste space, so to speak. So for example, a lot of people when they go on podcast, they say, hi guys. And I used to say that too, I would say, hey guys. Not quite as cheery maybe as others, but that seems to be the standard. A lot of people do that. Of course, guys is used in in the gender neutral format here. So then other people, I'm just going to jump in. Christoph Trapp here, reporting from Nevada, Iowa, blah, 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 blah. So that's a little bit more the news style, right? So you're jumping right in, you're telling people who you are. And I still do that sometimes, actually, uh, when I was just at Neocon in June 2019 for interiors and sources and buildings. Uh, i i did say that at the end you know i always said christoph trapp still reporting from Neocon at the merchandise mart in chicago and that's kind of a newsy style now there was a reason to actually do that uh, because i wanted to make sure people knew where i was people knew that i was meeting people at the merchandise mart at Neocon and and of course a lot of that content was also shared Uh, and syndicated live so not live as in from the mart but live as in pretty quickly after it was recorded it was published so so not a big delay in publication at all so on here i have started saying hey content creators business storytellers christoph trapp the authentic storyteller etsy trapp on twitter authenticstorytelling.net." Let's jump into the topic, a quick overview, a quick summary of what I'm talking about, a quick story just to let you know, you know, I'm still a human. And then I jump in. And so the reason I started saying that is because the audience of the podcast is content creators, which is a a slight step up from just saying guys. So guys is super general. Content creators is pretty general, too. I mean, you know, if you're writing you're a content creator if you're you know shoot video once in a while you're a content creator if you're posting on social media you're a content creator i mean uh, technically maybe i should say content creator and distributors but how um, granular do we have to get and then business storytellers you know is another thing Um, it's pretty vague still it's pretty all-encompassing i mean a ceo that blogs is technically a business storyteller. A CEO that's active on Twitter is a business storyteller. So, still pretty vague, but I thought it's better than um, hey guys, or hello everyone. I mean, that even says hello everyone. So we're including everyone, which is fine. Anyone can listen to the shows. And then after that, I wanna make sure people know where to find me on Twitter. Still one of my best social channels etsy trap so i usually say that c-t-r-a-p-p-e don't usually spell it out at the beginning of the show and then i do remind people where to find my blog authentic net. and the reason i do that is because so this podcast is now distributed on like nine channels and only one of them is my blog and you know it's on apple podcasts spotify uh google something um it, it was on Breaker. For some reason, it has disappeared from Breaker. Not necessarily a huge problem. I didn't even know what Breaker was until I saw it was on Breaker. So not sure why it's not on there, but it's not. Uh, but overall, there's eight, there's nine channels, including the blog. And then if you distribute it through social, certainly people don't always know Walmart blog is so if they hear it they may check it out chances are they may not but, but at the very least they have the chance so I say that um, other ideas for opening is of course that journalistic opening I already mentioned that um, other ideas are to be very specific about your audience so if your audience is interior designers you might say hello interior designers or if you don't want to like exclude every Um, everybody related to that field you could say hello interior design community or you know building owners community i'm just sticking with the brands I'm, i'm working with you know but think about who's your audience now what's interesting about that is it you have to know who your audience is so if you don't have personas i would highly recommend getting them put together it's not a new thing in marketing it's relatively new in publishing to put them together and then once you have them now you have them now the the trick is just because you have personas doesn't mean they're useful so personas are only useful when you actually use them and so the persona for authentic storytelling.net is indeed business storytellers and really marketers and communicators, public relations people to an extent to social media teams. So, so it's kind of wide-ranging. But the problem is, depending on the size of an organization, all those roles I just mentioned, that might just be one person or two people. So that's kind of why it's all-encompassing. But the only way personas are actually helpful is when I use them. So, for example, me saying, Hey, business storytellers, what's up? Christoph Trapp here again. Another episode of our business storytelling podcast is it actually literally reminds me who my persona is, right? So, I'm saying it. And then, if I start talking about something totally unrelated, I can circle back to that and I can actually change my message. Now, I do have an outline in my head usually when I do a podcast but it's not you know you're talking so you go off on tangents and you go off on on things like that Um, but if you say it out loud you actually remember who you are trying to reach and um, and and who they are roughly so for example if i start off and say hey business storytellers and now i'm starting to talk about travel which i love to talk about and i love to travel and it's you know I, i love using miles and and, and um, I actually get a lot of work done traveling. So, but generally, not all business storytellers care about travel. Now, they may care about how you can use travel to tell better stories or how executives can use travel to get stuff done. I get a lot of stuff done when I'm traveling. You know, people don't come into my office and not, I'm not saying I don't like people coming in, um, but it is sometimes more undisturbed, for lack of a better term, when I'm traveling, right? I'm sitting at the lounge, I'm getting stuff done, you can talk to people, uh, don't really get too many phone calls uh, no matter where I am, but that's kind of how that goes. Um, so so unless I tie it back in with something like that, why do business storytellers care about my travel? Now, sometimes, since this is a personal blog, despite having personas, I sometimes share stories that are off persona just because i want to share them so for example i talked about how to fix my airpods the microphone and that's not truly a storytelling thing but it's certainly something that storytellers might care about because storytellers do have to talk to people storytellers have to you know get the stories of the organization and so if they have an iphone they might have airpods and they might um, might care about that. Another topic I actually wrote about is um, the top way tired marketers can stay awake and I shared about that. I shared that um, story, how I have Dunkin Donuts, iced coffee at home, and how I uh, you know I, I have a bunch of them that are that are ready to go usually. So something to think about guys, I almost said guys again, something to think about how, Um, how you do that, how you um, open a podcast, and there you go. I would recommend to greeting your audience and going from there. You can reach your audience and say, hey, insert audience name, welcome to another episode, and here we go. That's all I have for today. Christoph Trapp, the authentic storyteller authentic storytelling.net thanks for listening business storytellers and content creators that's a wrap thanks for tuning in please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels and don't forget to share this episode with your networks we appreciate you until next time let the best stories win